Hey there, wine fans. Chris here, and this week, get excited, because we have a very special episode that will sound kind of different in your ears, because it was recorded live, live at Dixon Place. You might have heard about that in the last episode, or the episode before the last episode, or probably the one before. You know, the, the point is, we had the show last week, and it went fantastic, and there is so much fun stuff to do. You might want to have a a pencil and paper handy if you want to play our games with us, although you might be on the subway, in which case it might be 2019 and you don't own pencils or paper. Well, anyway, I think the episode's fun even if you don't play along, but if you're wondering, it will be a little different than usual. We're drinking the wines served live at the Lounge at Dixon Place, which is a bar venue in New York City. Learn more about them at dixonplace.org and join us there again in July. You'll find out more about that in a little bit. But right now, let's go live to the Lounge at Dixon Place where we join our show already in progress. Hello, everyone. Hi, welcome. Hello. I'm supposed to talk into the microphone as well, aren't I? You, you cannot hear anything from this microphone. You are not losing your hearing. This is a podcast, so I am being recorded. Woo, woo, podcasts. People like podcasts, yeah? I, I like podcasts. I like them so much, I made one, and you're all now here at it. It's called Chris Tries to Review Wine, and we are here live to try to review wine live, which we call Chris Tries to Review Wine Live. So whether you know the show or not, please stay, enjoy. Uh, we will be drinking the Pinot Grigio and the Rosé, so if you would like to taste wine with us, go to the bar and get yourself a glass of the Pinot Grigio or the Rosé. Or just get anything to drink, because really the point is just uh, to drink. And so, without further ado, I am happy to welcome you to Chris Tries to Review Wine live. And in order to do that, ah, thank you, thank you. I'm going to take a seat. Oh, that was a lot of work. I had to stand and I had to squint to see anybody's faces. Because, uh, this again, I'm on a stage. If you're listening at home, I am on a stage right now. There are lights. There are people out there who you may or may not be able to hear because we ran out of microphones. So we don't have the audience mic'd. But also, the audience is here to enjoy and learn. We don't want to put any pressure on you. We don't want you to feel like this is work. Because this is the end of a, a long long week and we are going to ask you to fill out index cards later and that seems like a lot to ask already so we're going to just stop there and we're going to start the show hit it guys oh that's the wrong sound cue which is a great way to start the show i'll tell you a story i changed the sound cues right before the show so that i wouldn't mess it up during the show <laughs> there's a moral in there somewhere but we don't have time for it hit it guys Recording live at the Lounge at Dixon Place, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine Live! Yes! With your special guests, Gabe Templin, Lanny Harms! You'll see them in a minute! And a tasting of two delicious wines with your host, the man who puts the oh no in Kino, Chris Barlow. Okay, hi guys, hi. I. I didn't tell them when to come up. They don't know what to do yet. It's very exciting. We just fly by the seat of our pants when we do the show live with no interruptions. Nothing can go wrong at this point. Uh, I have full confidence in myself. That's a lie. I have full confidence in everyone else here. Uh, my lovely friends from Dapper Devil Productions, a hand for them out there. I see you. I think I see you. Uh, 
one of them, uh, my, my lovely, I'll say assistant, but saying my lovely assistant sounds uh, just not progressive enough. I want to say, like, my extremely helpful and talented uh, person who does more work than I do, which is what an assistant is. So I'd like to say my lovely assistant, Kim, is going to be handing out these very special index cards to you, and you're going to find out why in just a moment. She might even give you a pen. Think of it like a souvenir that you can give back to us at the end of the night. Uh, and why would we do this? Well, we would do this because we're not just here to taste wine. We're here to do everyone's, I think, favorite thing to do with any beverage. We're here to play drinking games. Say, when, yeah, you like drinking games? I love a good drinking game. Uh, and what's great about my podcast is you can play a drinking game anywhere you want when you listen to a podcast. I think that's one of my favorite things about the medium. Uh, and so tonight, I have two guests who are going to join us. Would you come up to the stage right now, Ms. Lanny Harms? Lanny Harms, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hello, Lanny. Squeeze on in. We've got a microphone right here. You can, you can take it. You can just speak really close to it. Whatever feels good. Uh, and, you know, Lanny's not alone here tonight because when we do it live, I like to have a lot of people uh, on stage. So at least somebody is required to show up. And that means we have a second guest tonight. And that guest <laughs> is my good friend, Gabe Templin. Gabe, wow. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Well, oh, it is a small stage. It's cozy. Uh, do not fall off because I am not liable for your injuries. I don't have that kind of insurance. Uh, welcome. Hello, both of you. It's it's so exciting to have everybody on stage at once. Yeah. Yes, I, it is. All right, I have my yeah. water, and there's a lot of electronics I, I, and, on this and, and it's table. really exciting for those of you at home who cannot see. It's really exciting to do this on an incredibly tiny table covered in electronic equipment <laughs> and wine. Yes. Uh, I think this is a great setup. This I'm is so super precarious. Excited. <laughs> Again, I I have no confidence in me, but everyone else here, I have full confidence in. So I think we'll be okay. Great. Um, That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, uh, enough confidence in other people, other people. Okay. We we know pressure. We're the talent tonight. The talent, you can't trust them. <laughs> but you can get them to answer some questions. We are going to play a pop quiz. Ooh. There's the pop quiz music. Ooh, wow. You know nice. how it sounds so good. So, so I have a question, and you're all going to get to answer on those convenient index cards that we've handed out. Everybody have their convenient, beautifully decorated index cards. Uh... It's a simple, multiple-choice question, so, you know, easygoing. At any time, you can join in, you can grab an index card, or you can just give up and get a drink. But either way, I encourage you to answer the questions because uh, we have prizes for the winners tonight, huh? Oh! All right. good. So question good number prize. one. Oh, I know, you're excited. I am. It happens to be... Uh, the month in which National Wine Day happens. Today is not National Wine Day. National Wine Day is another day. National Wine Day is coming up in uh, May 25th. Uh, but that got me thinking about all the other wine holidays there are. And so question number one uh, is about May. May is Oregon Wine Month. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, May, in addition to uh, hosting National Wine Day, is Oregon Wine Month. Uh, so, great. Great. I love Oregon, yeah, too. Oregon. Yes, I Did agree. Did you say Oregon is National Wine Month? May is Oregon Wine Month. Oh, okay. Wait, May is also the month that contains National Wine Month. So in a way, Oregon contains National Wine, Wine Month. <laughs> it is It is a little like Inception. <laughs> uh, but the good news is there are more wine months, okay? So June is also a very important wine month. What wine month is June? Is it A, Washington State Wine Month? B, California Wine Month, 
C, Idaho Wine Month, or D, New Mexico Wine Month? I'm going to give you all a moment to fill out your cards. Just number it one, and then A, B, C, or D. Again, A, Washington State, B, California, C, Idaho, D, New Mexico. And then we're going to learn who gets to taste their wine first, because each one of you has written down a different answer. One of you is right. One of you is wrong. Are we ready to find out? Answers locked in. Okay. The answer happens to be C. Idaho Wine yeah. Month. I yes. know. Wow, yes, people are on the same page out yeah. there. Yeah, Idaho. Idaho. Who knew that Idaho was uh, such a, a wine-loving country? You did. Well, we did. Yeah. There, well, that's why you won, Gabe. Why? Also, uh, how did you bank on me not getting it right? I uh, listen. <laughs> I had a backup tiebreaker question because okay. I think you both know your wine months very well. Uh, <laughs> but as the victor, Gabe, yes. you get to choose the spoils. Ooh. You get to pick. Are you going to be tasting uh, our white wine, a Pinot Grigio, or our rosé? Mm. Oh. Oh, let's start with mm. the the Pinot mm. Grigio. I think you're correct. We always want to start with the white yeah. wine, so that means you're going to hand me my glass, and Kim will bring you your glass. Oh, oh, hey. oh wow. you get your own glass. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh my. There is not. Oh. Room on this wow. table. <laughs> no, we only have room for one glass at a time, so that's it. Um, now, uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, when we taste wine, we, we like to uh, pretend like we know what we're talking about, and you can too, through a little process that we call proper tasting technique. Mm. Uh, Gabe has done it before. Uh, we're going to teach it all to you right now. It's very simple, uh, and it begins with probably the most important step of all, the sniff. <clears throat> Take your wine. And, or, or whatever you're drinking, your beer, your artisanal cocktail, and just give it a good sniff. Oh, yeah. Really suck it in. And then, and then look up and confidently say the first word that comes to mind. No wrong answer. I, I definitely got glue. 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 Ooh, is anyone else sniffing glue? That sounds great. <laughs> well, before anyone can ask what you meant by that word, quick, take a sip. Really mm, savor your beverage, whatever it may be. Move it around your mouth. Make a face. Remember, face equals taste. Hmm. Good, good tasting. I see You're it. You're doing that like mouthwashing. Wow, wow. <laughs> would, 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 Lanny, would you like to take a sip as well? I would. Please. Oh, my, oh my goodness. And now, now that we've all had a sip, what do you taste? <laughs> oh, that is confident groan. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I taste a film that is left around my teeth. Mmm. Mm. Like you didn't brush or like you did brush and then you drank something you shouldn't have right after brushing? D- the, the latter one, yeah, the second yeah. one, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, like you had orange juice. A little bit like orange yeah. juice. Mm-hmm. It definitely I, I gives me it. that tangy mouth feel from orange there juice. There we go. Tangy mouth feel. Look how we found wine words. <laughs> Hiding. <laughs> like diamonds in the rough. There's a real tangy mouth feel here. Do you mind if I? Mm-hmm, please. Mm. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can, you, she can double fist with oh, both of them. Oh, please, yeah. tell us. Wow, actually, I got the. I you know, won, really. You, you won. <laughs> gets the middle seat. You're gonna get all the wine tonight. <laughs> oh crap. Um, I should have put myself in the middle. That's a good note for next time. Kim, could you write that down? Uh, but I, I, I'm enjoying this so far. It's crisp, like many Pinot Grigios are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an interesting Pinot Grigio because it is from California, which I don't think we call it Pinot Grigio when it comes from California. We call it Pinot Gris. Uh, but that's cool. I also I also didn't study this, so I could be wrong too. Wait, I'm isn't willing. Isn't Pinot Gris a different grape? No, Pinot Gris, Pinot Grigio, same grape. Is it G R I S? Yes, like French. Gris. It's the same. 
same grape. I thought it was a different grape. No, no, same grape. Often, often they Fuck. taste different, though. You know, this tastes, oh, this tastes like anything to me. This tastes like a Pinot Gris and a Pinot Grigio, mm-hmm. maybe because they're the same grape. I, I, I don't know. Again, not an expert, just playing one on a podcast. Mmm. 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 Well, that's one wine to taste, but, but there are so many things to taste in the world. And so before we taste another wine, I thought it would be important to talk about what, what's, what's the world tasting right now? What's popular? What's in the culture? I, and can I tell you, I love that segue. Oh, that was you. that was an incredible transition. I, I just spend weeks preparing the segues, and then and then at the last minute, I actually write a script with oh. the show. But at, honestly, it's oh, all just we're segues. Getting a, we're getting a little peek just, into the back oh, door here. Oh, I know. I just opened happens. it up, and you can see here's all my segues ready to go oh, wow. at a moment's notice. All on including, this really pretty tablet. I know it's really quite pretty, but they're not paying for sponsorship, so all we'll say is it's. It's a pretty, pretty tablet. tablet. Yes, no, Here on it. my generic pretty tablet, <laughs> I, I have some things I'd love to talk to you about, including a cultural phenomenon that made its way into the New York Times this week, uh, by which I mean last week, those of you listening at home. I meant to, I meant to pretend like it's next week. It's next week, guys. Oh. Uh, the, the New York Times last week had an article that many people sent me about canned wine. Canned wine. All right, is anyone here a fan of canned wine? Oh, yes. Love a good can of wine. Uh, Into a picnic. Yeah, you know, that one of the, the article, which is written in very New York Times fashion, really fixates on a couple who like to go hiking and like to drink wine, and they don't like beer. And they were really burdened by the fact that when they would go backpacking and, and hiking, oh. their wine would be so heavy in bottles. And, and, you know, if they liked beer, then they bring cans of beer, but they don't, and that's a real burden. So that's so tough. So their friend heard about that terrible life they live, and went, I, I can solve your problems by canning wine. And they did? Yeah, that, oh. uh, that is, according to the New York Times, the origin of canned wine. That's how it began. I don't, all of the world's yeah. problems are solved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that couple really made a sacrifice. Yeah, they really, they, they took one for the team. Yeah. Because now we have they cans suffered of for so long. all different shapes and sizes. Uh, it's really exciting. I do have a couple of canned facts for you. Uh, did you know federal law Federal law says that they can sell you a regular, like, soda can size of, of canned wine, or they can sell you a four-pack of Red bull size cans. But they cannot sell you the Red bull size cans individually because. <laughs> so that is just why. Just because. Just, yeah, it just because. It really cause. does seem like they canned wines very quickly and didn't figure out how to actually make the laws about what, it. What to do with them. Bas- yeah, They're, they could not ah. keep up, so they were just kind of like, go with your uh, rules. Uh, Throw in uh, one arbitrary one just so it sounds like we did something. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that really helps, actually, because that is what we have sitting on this table right yeah. here. Amidst our electronics and, and open wines, we have some sealed cans of wine, a lovely four-pack of simpler wines that that we may be giving to tonight's winners. Oh. I, I don't want to... I don't want to get your hopes up. I know, I know. But we could only buy it in a four-pack because law. Because law. Does that mean you have to keep it in the four-pack, too? Yeah, the law is you can also only consume it in the (laughs) four-pack. So that's all four at once. Uh, It needs a pretty complicated straw. And obviously, you should get a reusable straw now. So it's a really expensive straw. Or biodegradable. Yeah. Uh, But I did learn one other thing about canned wine. And that is that you do not want to age canned wine. Oh, okay. Ah, and the reason, why do you think the reason is, Lanny? Um, I would think that uh, the, the aluminum doesn't do much for it. You know what it is? 
they line the aluminum with a plastic because the aluminum doesn't do much for the flavor of the wine. Uh-huh. But then over time, the uh, acid in the wine eats away at that plastic. So then you'd be drinking like plastic. Oh, yikes. Which doesn't seem good. And if you're worried about that, rest assured, cola is even more acidic than wine. So this happens in cans of Coke, too. <laughs> So, like, the expiration dates on Coke is real? Did you know? Yes. (laughs) I learned so much reading this New York Times article about canned wine, and very little of it had to do with canned wine. Just more about cans. Cans Cans are fascinating. There was a a nice long uh, kind of... you know, tangent on the history of cans mm-hmm. as a delivery method for, for beverages. Oh, I actually have a cans little tidbit. Oh, it, yeah? It is actually better for beer to be put in cans than it is in bottles. Why be- is that? Because it keeps the um, the sunlight out, and the that light. affects that yes. affects the, yes. the beer. So it actually, the nicest beers, you should get them in cans, even though people think bottles are better. I know, right? Cans mm-hmm. are having a renaissance. <laughs> and that that is something you learned here on this podcast, not in the New York Times. I want to be clear. We taught you that here on this podcast. How is cans for how are they good for the environment though? Turns out better than bottles. Wow. Uh less shipping costs, lightweight. Getting right back to the reason canned wine was invented. Lightweight for your backpacking trips. Just like, uh, and then I keep thinking, but what about the cooler? Don't you want cold? Like, you're a hot backpacking trip. You're not going to drink, like, red wine. You're going to mm. get, like, a nice cold Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Like, this three pairs Pinot Grigio. It's a 2017 from California that describes itself as fresh, crisp, and delicate. Sure. Mm. I, mm. I, 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 sure. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I'll take it. What do you guys think? Great. <laughs> they'll, they'll take it. Lanny won't take it until she takes it. And then she'll take it, too. Uh, But there is one other uh, really, really important (laughs) cultural uh, milestone we're about to hit. Uh, I'm sure you you know what it is. Uh, This movie just came out. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. I I can see you nodding. Because everybody and their mother, I think, has already seen it twice. I have not seen it. Oh, oh. I think you might be surprised when I tell you I'm talking about Detective Pikachu. (laughs) Now... I think we all know Detective <laughs> Pikachu is a long time coming. They've been working on this movie for seven years. Yeah. It's the first live-action mm. Pokemon movie. Mm-hmm. And, and so naturally, I thought we would need to play a game celebrating uh, Detective Pikachu. And so I have an exciting game that we're going to play called Pikawa. You weren't talking about wine country? <laughs> no, I wasn't talking. No, no. Did wow. you think I was going to talk about that new Amy Poehler movie called yeah. Wine Country that's literally about wine? Yes. It, yeah, no. I, okay. I, I, I thought you might think that. And uh, no, okay. I am way more psyched for Detective Pikachu. You really left turned me. Though. That uh, surprised uh-huh. me. That caught me. You never know me. what's going to come here on Chris Dries to Review Wine, such as these questions. They are going to get more and more difficult as we go. And this is an easy game, guys, because here's what you're going to do. I'm going to read you a list of Pokemon names. You are going to identify the one I made up. Okay, here we go. This is question two, if you're numbering your cards. Question two, which of these is not a Pokemon? Is it A, Roggenrola, B, Swasheroo, or C, Bonsly? Two of those are Pokemon. Two of those are Pokemon. What era is this? Any. Did you know there are over 800 Pokemon? In my oh, day, yes. there was so, 100. A, Roggenrola, B, Swasharoo, or C, Bonsley. Whoa, I know. Are you ready? Moving fast. Question three. Which of these is not a Pokemon? Is it A, Ninjask, B, Greninja, or C, Ninjago? 
Ah, no, this has to be one that you made up. Right, exactly. You're writing down the one that I made up. I made up one of these. Oh, I see. Two of them are real. <laughs> Lanny is trying to read the answers <laughs> on the generic fancy tablet to my right. But let me tell you, it's not that easy. Because now, this next one oh, is worth two points. This is question four. I don't play Pokemon. Four. Which of these is not a Pokemon? Is it A, Porygon, B, Porygon 2, C, Porygon X, or D, Porygon Z? One of those is not a Pokemon. A, B, C, or D, write an answer down. Question five, oh, they're moving oh, fast. Man. Oh, man. Which of these, again, two points. Which of these is not a Pokemon? Is it A, Belcher, B, Florges, D, Ligon, or D, Thomantis. A, B, C, or D, that's question five. We have one more Pokemon, here it comes. Question six, think fast. This one's worth three points. <laughs> Which of these is not a Pokemon? Is it A, Love Disc? Is it B, Pumpkaboo? Is it C, Union? Is it D, Hyaku Maku? Hyaku Maku. Is the onion one spelled like onion? Yeah, it's spelled Union, like O O N Y O N. Union. Okay. Union. D, Pyuk Myuk, I think. And E, Nagandel. There's five choices there. That's so many. I know. I think everybody is just appalled that this is what's happened to their childhood. Um, while you uh, while you take a moment, again, this was questions two through six. Write a letter down next to them. You might be right. And I will tell you that a recent study found, a recent study found that children who grew up in a certain uh, decade known as the 90s or early 2000s, they have a, a region in their brain that is for identifying Pokemon. That's ridiculous. Yes, and you can too when we learn the answers later in the show, because no cheating here. You just write down the correct answers now. So instead, we're gonna taste another wine. Oh, that's exciting. Are you ready? Yeah. I know, we, I really think we need a breather after that really difficult, that was difficult game. Yeah, that was, that was impossible. Yeah, was Chris. that challenging? Yes. Did you know you'd have to think this hard? Great, we can put an end to that by tasting another wine. Kim, could you bring us the rosé? More glasses. Ah. Let's get more glasses. Wow. Yeah, more glasses <laughs> on top of my, my generic tablet. Mm. So, this rosé is called Mezza Corona rosé. Uh, in fact, I believe we've had it on this show before, here live at Dixon Place. So, let's say it's our favorite rosé at Dixon Place. Go ahead and uh, take a sniff. Tell us what you smell. For those of you listening, I just sniffed the microphone and not the wine. <laughs> How we make the show. I got Dwayne Reed. Mmm. That is a really specific Ooh. smell. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to leave it there until you take a sip. Sip that wine and tell us, mmm. Does it taste like a Dwayne Reed tastes? Actually, no. Thank God. Yeah. Really. <laughs> uh, I would agree it does not taste like a Walgreens or Dwayne Reed. Yeah, yeah, that has much more of a, a, a tinny taste. Yeah, maybe a CVS, hint of CVS. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that has a caramely flavor. Too. Yeah, a little cleaner. Which, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm. Strawberries. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's a word you can pretty much say for any rosé, so we'll take it. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I'll also tell you, you that this Mezza Corona is uh, it's from the Italian Alps. It's from Italy. There you go. 
We have a Pinot Grigio, a classic Italian wine from California, and we have a Rosé, a classic American wine from Italy. Mm. Wow, we're just twisting things upside down here. This is. What do you think, Gabe? Well, I you can taste the mountain range. Mm -hmm. I can definitely taste the mountains. You can taste the mountains in that. Mm -hmm. That is one thing I can definitely say. Yeah, yeah. It. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to do this thing when I drink uh, wine, where I uh, think about what. What was it like when they made it? Like what mm. you know what you mm -hmm. know the Somalis mm -hmm. do that they're like oh yes I can tell that the sun was really high. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. And yeah yeah and like and this was like the year of like lots of pollen and stuff and and so I like to like you know try to think about what the winemakers were going through and what mm, the like vine was going and, through and yeah. what was yeah what oh. was going on like wow. let me time travel. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, this wine is from 2016, a time I do not want to travel to. Oh, no, no, we no. Know I, was going this, on. this feels like um, like a, a tangled knot in the stomach. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which appropriately, I think, will uh, be in fashion again very soon. Oh, yes. Vintages <laughs> to look out for, 2016, 2020, 2024. <laughs> you know, it, it's going to be tough. Um, and, you know, speaking of elections, there is another TV show that I, I know. There's a TV me show that, that everybody <laughs> loves uh, on HBO. Everyone know HBO? Mm -hmm. HBO. Everybody loves the HBO. Uh, so HBO has a show about uh, a very kind of craven woman uh, dead set on Don't power. Don't let him fool that, you. That is just, just finished. It just ended. I'm, oh. I'm talking, of course, about Veep. Veep. Oh, do you like Veep? I was there. Yeah, I love Veep. It is, it's really excellent. And, and if you don't watch Veep, it is uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who is basically the last living American treasure. I'm not sure we have any others left. Uh, yes, I agree. Great show. I love it. But it's not the only popular show uh, that airs about a game of things. Uh, there are other ones as well. And, and they don't all air on HBO, actually. So I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is going to be everybody's, you know, it's the thing everyone's talking about, the water cooler. It's Game of Games, um, which is, uh, the full title is Ellen's Game of Games. Do you know Ellen's Game of Games? I've seen billboards. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yes. I, I obviously. Everyone's talking about it. <laughs> Ellen's Game of Games. Uh, and so I thought we could play uh, another game that, that I am calling Chris's Game of Game of Games. Because it's a game of the game of games. Yes. That's We're, really good. Yeah, thank you. I worked really hard on it. Thank you for noticing how good it is. Uh, and uh, and here we go. We're just going to play the game of game of games. Uh, so the game of game of games, I'm going to describe to you three mini games uh, from the game of games. And you're going to tell me what happens in them. So I'm going to give you the title of the mini game, and you're going to tell me what happens in the mini game. Multiple choice, not too hard. Uh, and if you've never seen Ellen's Game of Games, Ellen's Game of Games is like if Mario Party uh, took place in the Hunger Games universe. Ah. Yeah. And so <laughs> it could be, right? Let's find out with question seven. Question seven, in a game called Aw Snap, contestants are joined by a bungee cord and then forced to do what? <gasps> right? Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. A, play tug of war with the bungee cord until it snaps and one of them goes flying. B, move apples into a, like a basket using only their teeth, like bobbing for apples but with a bungee cord. Or C, they need to navigate out of a maze but they are connected by a bungee cord. Whoa, I know, it's called Aw Snap. Definitely involves a bungee cord. Question number eight. 
This one is worth two points, because I, I find this one uh, a little challenging. It it's a game called Son of a One-Eyed Monster, which I don't think sounds right, but it's not about what you think it's about. Uh, in Son of a One-Eyed Monster, uh, the contestants answer questions, and if they answer correctly, they get to choose one of what. So th there are many of these, and they get to choose from one of them. They get, get one. What is it? What is it? A, a suitcase filled with money. Is it B, a dream vacation? Or is it C, giant slime spewing eggs? The name of the game again? It's called Son of a One-Eyed Monster. And the winner gets this. When you answer a question correct, you get to choose from one of these. So you get to choose one of the suitcases full of money, or you get to choose one of the dream vacations, or you get to choose one of the giant slime spewing eggs. Mm-hmm. So that's A, B, or C. One more question about Ellen's Game of Games. This one, my favorite game. I've never seen the show, but I think this one's my favorite game. It's called Mount St. Ellen. So question number nine. In a game called Mount St. Ellen, three contestants try to climb, uh, they climb a mountain, which is shaking and tilting and it's crazy. Dancing. You're dancing like nobody watches or nobody cares. Let me, let me tell you, they're trying to collect something on the mountain, Mount St. Ellen. Are they trying to collect A, three diamonds, B, three pieces of the aggro crag, I know that's a different show, but you've never seen this. Maybe it is the aggro crag. Or C, three pitches for more variety shows starring Ellen DeGeneres. Ooh. Right? A, B, or C. While you think about those answers, we here are going to think about the people who pay a small amount of money to pay for this wine. I'm talking, of course, about our sponsors. We'll be right back with our final thoughts on these wines and one last drinking game after this word from our sponsors. Yay. Yay! And we're back to Chris Tries to Review Wine live here at the lounge at Dixon Place. Everybody's having a great time tonight, aren't they? Yeah. It's amazing. I am joined once again by my friends, Gabe Templin and Lanny Harms. Gabe, you are a uh, podcaster yourself. I am, yes. on On a lovely show. Thank you. Uh, called Just Press Playhouse. Yes, thank you. Yes, that, that's what I have to uh, say about that show. <laughs> um, you can try to knock over all of the yeah. wine glasses all at once while you're answering the questions. That's uh -huh. very helpful. Yeah. Um, add some tension for the audience live here at Dixon Place with us. Uh, and Lanny, yeah. you are a writer, performer, and I recently heard director yeah. of, of sketch comedy at the Upright Citizens Brigade uh, yeah. and elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, wow. that's true. That's true. <laughs> wow, that's great. Uh, so I am the host of this show. And, you know, we have one last pop quiz question that I really do want to get to. And, and this one's a fun one because, you know, I've made fun of the Game of Thrones and the Game of Games. But I have a serious question about a real cultural phenomena that everyone is really interested in. And I'm calling this game. It's a short one. Game of Drones. Oh. oh. It's, it's a really low-hanging fruit pun. Uh, but <laughs> I did find one really great final question about drones. And who doesn't love a good drone these days? I love drones. Thank <sighs> you so much. They, they can. In fact, in 2014, a photographer for the Brooklyn Daily had the end of her nose clipped off when a drone crashed into her face. <gasps> they can do a lot. Naturally. Now, what was, what was this drone? This drone was a very special drone. Was it A, an NYPD surveillance drone? Ooh. B, a tourist drone flying to take an epic selfie? Oh. Or C, the TGI Friday's mobile mistletoe drone? Oh my. 
God, I want that. <laughs> I'm going to write down <laughs> what I hope it is. I know. I don't know <laughs> if there's so any aspirationally <laughs> on this one. I hope you're right. I really do. I feel uh, like there's no real possible. You know, it, you just got to go with your gut. What, what do you want to see in the world? And maybe you can manifest it. Yeah. <laughs> and for all of you out there, why don't you take a moment to manifest your final answers, which Kim will now come collect to tabulate the scores. Again, one lovely winner tonight is going to leave with at least one tiny can of this wine. So take a moment to write your name on that card. You're, you're going to want it because this prize is just so good, so good. You're not going to want to miss this prize. And if you don't take the prize home, I get to take it home. So uh, I will happily let you forget to write your name. Yep. Do you have one of those fancy four straw straws? Yes, the incredibly complicated reusable uh, straw that allows me to drink all four cans of wine at once. Yeah. Obviously. I didn't bring it though. It's my bad, guys. I know I should have brought it because you, you don't want to ask for a straw anymore. That's not no. good. Um, you could ask for a can. As we learned today, cans are actually better for the environment than bottles because they're mm -hmm. lighter, easier to ship. Great things. We've learned so much tonight. I had no idea I was going to be coming to such an uh, educational a An educational meeting. experience where we also happen to drink some wine. And yeah. so, you know. Really, uh, if you sit down and drink wine with friends, you always learn something. You do. Sometimes unpleasant things, but you always learn something. <laughs> and and right now, I'd love to learn which of these wines would you get next time you're here at the Lounge at Dixon Place. Is it the Mezza Corona Rosé, or is it the Three Pears Pinot Grigio? Mm. Mm. Isn't this a little tricky? Because like the bartender's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I said Hi. we're going to order it again. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these are you going to go order from our lovely bartender in just a few minutes? I mean, I love them both so much that it's going to be like it's really hard, hard to, choose. to choose. I know. Yeah. Um, I think they're a win no matter what when they're being served by such a lovely human being. It's wow. so true. Wow. I think we have our final verdict. <laughs> that was... Oh, that. That's the best uh, wine showdown I've ever had. I've never had a wine showdown where everyone's a winner. Yeah. Everybody wins but, in there. But really, we are. <laughs> and maybe you're a winner, too, because it's time <laughs> to learn the answers to those quiz questions. I bet you're wondering which of those Pokemon are real Pokemon. <laughs> I know I am, because I forgot already. So I'm going to race through the answers with all of you while we tabulate the final scores, beginning with uh, question two. Question two was, uh, again, a Pokemon. I'm going to just tell you the fake one so you can really soak it in. The fake Pokemon were Swasharoo. <clears throat> oh, I got a yes there. Ninjago, which I think was a Lego thing, I was actually. Say, I was a yeah. Lego. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Porygon X. Damn. There was a Porygon Z, but no Porygon X. Oh, mm. I know, that's hard. Uh, Felcher. No Felcher. I'm so sorry. Uh, I would yeah, love I to catch a wild right. Felcher, but uh, I can't. Uh, and then finally, Union. Union mm. is not a Pokemon. Uh, I really, really love that there's a Pokemon called Love Disc, which you can't see how it's spelled. Uh, it's spelled L-U-V-D-I-S-C, like Love Disc. <laughs> like if I love like, Disc. Like 20 years ago, you were like opening up iTunes and making a CD and burning it, and then in Sharpie writing on it, Love, love Disc. <laughs> That's great. I also that, right? like how earlier you were pronouncing onion, and you really made it a point to say it's like onion, onion. Like onion, yeah. onion. You were really proud of your. I was really your... proud of of that fake Pokemon I made up. <laughs> yes. Onion. Um, 
Uh, then, then we move on to our next game. Our next game was the game of game of games. Uh, so you probably want to know what what did these games involve, right? Uh, Aw snap! Aw snaps the bungee cord game. Aw snap is where they move apples into baskets like they're apple bobbing, but they're connected by bungee cords. See, that's ridiculous. I I agree. I'm why gonna give that you, a why would, hard pass. I definitely went with A because it's the only one where it would have snapped. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, they misled you there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, well, I'm going to blame Ellen DeGeneres, okay? Oh, yeah, really, uh, truly, yeah. Yeah, I, I, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, and speaking of games, Son of a One-Eyed Monster, that game, which which <laughs> I guess there is another game they play called One-Eyed Monster, but its its rules were too complicated to even make a game question out of, <laughs> so I stopped, and I picked Son of a One-Eyed Monster. The, in that game, they do pick from one of eight objects. Uh, it is not a dream vacation or a suitcase of money. It is an egg that... You slime yes. on them. Yes, yes, somebody got it right. No, I got that um, right, too. That just felt but, true. but I know it does feel true, doesn't it? Uh, one of the eggs does not spew slime. That egg is the winner. Oh. Ah, yeah, it's a thinking man's game. Uh, and there's one more game we talked about. It was Mount St. Ellen, my favorite game. Uh, Mount St. Ellen, they are not collecting the aggro crag. I wish they were. Uh, they are getting pitches for more Ellen variety shows, but that's just coincidental. Uh, what they are there on the mountain to collect are three diamonds. Thanks for throwing a, us yeah. a bone there with that one. Yeah, that one's <laughs> worth three points because it's three diamonds. I thought I'd make sure everybody got some good points. You know, nice. I'm on nice. it. Uh, yeah, I do not I'm really... feel confident after that. Oh, and speaking of points, we're on our final question, guys. This is it. Uh, the the photographer for the Brooklyn Daily who had her nose. Ship, uh, clipped off by a drone. Yeah. I just, it, the words don't even, I have a hard time picturing it. I don't know. I don't want to know, but then I feel bad for her. And, you know, she should be able to look somebody in the eye still. Um, <laughs> after the TGI Friday's mistletoe drone took off a piece of her face. Yes! 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 We oh. did it! We um, did it! See, we all win for that as well. Everybody yes. wins. Everybody's a winner here at Chris we Tries to Review Wine. what you said. Like you said. Yes. We manifested what we wanted yes. in the world. And uh, that means we have finally gotten to the end of our show. We are still tabulating the scores, but we will come find you momentarily to give you your prize, you lucky winner, you. Well, I thank uh, both my wonderful guests here, Gabe Templin, Lanny Harms. Uh, where can people find out more about Just Press Playhouse? Oh, you could go to JustPressPlayhouse.com. You can find us on any of the social medias at Just Press Playhouse. That's amazing. Lanny, where can people find out about what you're doing at UCB? Yeah, um, you can do that on my website, LannyHarms.com. You can go on Instagram. I'm at Lanny Harms, L-A-N-I. Harms, like I'm going to harm you. <laughs> I'm threatened now. You're I'm very so <laughs> close to me, and you're threatening me. I, I want everyone to know this which, is serious. Which is ridiculous, because if you met me, you'd know I wouldn't. And if you met me, you might have listened to this podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find out more about the wines we taste and find other fun wine reviews at ChrisTriesToReview.wine. That wine. That's a great. I know. A great oh, I know. Thank you so much. I'm just here to brag about it. And for all of you listening at home who wish you could be here at the Lounge at Dixon Place, stay tuned because we will be back in the summer. Mark your calendars for July. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Good for you. One. <laughs> and then we'll see you here next week on a regular at-home episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine. Thanks, guys. And thank you, everyone, for coming. And thank your bartenders. And be sure to tip them. Thank you, Dixon Place. Yes. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you, Dixon Place. Thank you, Dixon Place. <laughs>